Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to finish the book of Lamentations. We're going to be in chapter 5. and I'm not a Lamentations scholar, but I've learned a little bit the last few days as I've prepared for these devotions. And I think that chapter five as an entire chapter is my favorite of the five. I don't know if you've ever been in a time of prayer or in a season of prayer. This is just me. And and this reminds me of chapter five in Lamentations. And, and I might start off with this thing. I'm trying to make a decision about something coming up in my life, or I've got this concern that I need the Lord to step in and, and fix because nothing else is going to work. And I start this prayer off Maybe not even out loud, but in my mind, and I'm I'm thinking, you know, kind of elaborate thoughts and nuanced thoughts, and maybe even using some in my mind some flowery language and just kind of like talking and you know talking and filling up all this space with all these words and all these thoughts as I'm praying to the Lord, and you go through it and then you try to present it in a little bit of a different way and use different words and and then but then you get to the end of this prayer time or this season of prayer after you've prayed about this for a while and you're just like uh, you know there's nothing else I can say about this I mean this is just I need to lay it out there matter of fact straightforward and it ends up being just a very candid straightforward not real wordy prayer by the end of it. And that's just me. So I I see a little bit of that going on here in Lamentations. You remember that these are acrostic poems. Acrostic poems are poems that start with a different letter of the Hebrew alphabet, a successive letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Chapter one and chapter two and chapter four are all 22 verses. That means each verse is correlated to one of the Hebrew letters. Chapter three is 66 verses. So there's three verses per Hebrew letter. Then we get to chapter 5, and there are 22 verses, but the letters aren't even in order. Uh, the Bible Project people said it's almost like you, you can't, you're so exasperated by the grief and the, the pain of what they are going through that it's just chaos, and we're not even going to follow a structure or an order anymore. We're just going to kind of lay it out from our hearts. And uh, maybe maybe you can identify with that in some small way, like I talked about with your own prayer life. It just gets simpler and more straightforward and just more candid by the end of the day. And that's what I see here. Let's read the entire chapter, verses 1 through 22. Remember, O Lord, what has befallen us. Look and see our disgrace. Our inheritance has been turned over to strangers, our homes to foreigners. We've become orphans, fatherless. Our mothers are like widows. We must pay for the water we drink. The wood we get must be bought. Our pursuers are at our necks. We are weary. We are given no rest. We have given the land, the hand to Egypt and to Assyria to get bread enough. Our fathers sinned and are no more, but we bear their iniquities. Slaves rule over us. There is none to deliver us from their hand. We get our bread at the peril of our lives because the sword because of the sword in the wilderness. Our skin is hot as an oven with the burning heat of famine. Women are raped in Zion, young women in the towns of Judah. Princes are hung up by their hands. No respect is shown to the elders. Young men are compelled to grind at the mill, and boys stagger under loads of wood. The old men have left the city gate, the young men their music. The joy of our hearts has ceased. Our dancing has been turned to mourning. The crown has fallen from our head. Woe to us, for we have sinned. For this is our heart. For this our heart has become sick. 
for these things our eyes have grown dim. For Mount Zion, which lies desolate, jackals prowl over it. But you, O Lord, reign forever. Your throne endures to all generations. Why do you forget us forever? Why do you forsake us for so many days? Restore us to yourself, O Lord, that we may be restored. Renew us, renew our days as of old, unless you've utterly rejected us and you remain exceedingly angry with us. It's just interesting and very straightforward. It's laying out all these things are going bad and it's not good and it doesn't look like it's going to get better soon. But verse 19, you, O Lord, reign forever and your throne endures to all generations. Despite all this terrible stuff going on, we can acknowledge, they can acknowledge that the Lord is still the Lord. And they're asking for him to restore them. But then at the end, there's also this little glimmer of doubt. They say, unless you've utterly rejected us and you remain exceedingly angry. So it's just a very honest prayer. These people are acknowledging all the terrible things that have happened. They're acknowledging that God is God. They're asking him to restore them. But they, they've, they've been so shaken by this tragedy, by this loss, by this pummeling, by the Babylonian armies and Nebuchadnezzar, which was allowed and ordained by the Lord, they've been so shaken by this that there is a question in their mind, Lord, we believe that you're the Lord, and Lord, we want you to restore us, but maybe you've utterly rejected us, and you remain exceedingly angry. The book doesn't even tie that up. It doesn't wrap it up in a neat bow and finish it up for us so that we can say, oh, no, 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 the Lord hasn't utterly rejected us, and he hasn't remained exceedingly angry. Now, we know from the story of Scripture that he hasn't, and that his redemptive plan for the world is going to move forward, and that a remnant is going to come back to Jerusalem and reestablish Jerusalem, rebuild the temple, rebuild the walls, and that out of that remnant is going to come a Messiah, Jesus Christ, who will do things that these people never imagined in terms of opening up the family of God and the kingdom of God, establishing it forever and ever and ever, and, and forgiving sinners who put their faith in Christ. There's so much good news ahead, but these people trust the Lord, but they aren't totally sure it's going to work out the way that they hope it does because they've just been hammered. This reminds me of a text in the New Testament, I think it's Mark 9, where this guy's daughter is or son has died. And he asked Jesus to come raise him. And Jesus says, if you have faith, uh, I will. And the guy says, I believe, but help my unbelief. And that's kind of where we live. That's where these people live. I believe. We believe, Lord, we believe that you're God. But we also have some doubts. We've experienced some things in our lives that are contrary to what we think you would do and are contrary to what we think you are. So help our unbelief. Help us to understand that you haven't utterly rejected us, even though sometimes, in, in the case of these people, it seems like maybe they have. What a great way to finish Lamentations, just very candid, very straightforward. Now we're going to get on to Ezekiel. We're going to see more of the prophets of God, and we're going to talk more and more about this coming promise, this coming Messiah who will make all things new in a way that blow these people's minds. Lord, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for this book that teaches us how to grieve well and how to hope in you during hard times. Amen. 
The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.